Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello and welcome to Not Without My Sister, or as I like to title today's episode, Not Without My Comments. I'm Beatrice McCabe. I'm Rosemary McCabe. Before we get started, if you haven't already, you can sign up to our Patreon for $5 a month, where you'll get an extra bonus episode each and every week, and you'll also get your main episode early and ad-free. We're here to bring you some social media tips and Nothing. Okay, we're here to just talk about a phenomenon that I noticed recently on social media, which is the disabling of comments. Now, is it a phenomenon? I'm not sure. It's been an ongoing thing for many, many years. But most recently, I noticed the queen of pop herself, not Christina Aguilera. Yes, Britney Spears has disabled comments. Now, I'm not sure I'd say I would blame her for that, but I thought to myself, what an interesting choice, especially since she's been so engaged with her fans, etc. over the and last... And they were instrumental in saving her from the tyranny of Jamie Spears. Correct. Could I just make an early clarification? Madonna is the queen of pop. Britney Spears is the princess of pop. How dare you disgrace... When is the cuddle for being a princess? Never? When the queen dies? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. now if I've ever switched comments off on my Instagram and I don't think I have Rosemary given the fact that you just told me you cannot stay away from reading about yourself online I highly you'd be like oh my god what would they be saying if the comments were on no well I was trying to think when would I switch off comments right and I was thinking about I recently had a bit of a 
kind of back and forth with people because I was talking about trans rights, right? And a lot of people messaged me and were like, I can't believe you use the word cis woman. That's offensive to me as a biological, you know, all this crap. And like, I got a lot of messages that just to my mind were nonsensical. Usually I would share messages when I get messages from people that are like what I consider to be silly or stupid or even kind of rude. I'll sometimes share them and be like, people are mad, right? Probably because I want to hear from people who are like, you're right. Don't worry about it. That person's being rude or whatever. You know what I mean? That I want the kind of confirmation that I'm not being crazy. But I didn't share any of these because I realized that they were actually attacking an entire group of people of which I'm not a member. And I was like, I can share these posts and be like, God, it's exhausting fielding these comments. But actually, a lot of the comments that I was getting were really hurtful if you are a member of the trans community, if you are somebody who's trans, if you have a trans child, if you have a trans friend, if you have a trans niece or nephew or whatever. So I didn't share any of them. And I was thinking if I had put a post up about Trans Day of Visibility and I was getting those comments on that post, I might have switched off those comments for the sake of going, people don't need to see this being said about them. And it's not about me. So like, I do think sometimes when I see, like very occasionally I'll see, say when RTE puts up something about Dancing with the Stars and some of the comments will be negative, not about the dance, not about the actual show. It'll be just about the person. They'll be like, I hate that person. Stay to him, stay to her, whatever. And RTE will delete those comments. And sometimes people will then be giving out going, I can't believe you're deleting comments that don't agree with you. And you're like, well, it's actually off topic. And you're just putting up comments that are nasty and hurtful about individuals. Those comments don't need to be there and they're not relevant. So those are the instances in which I think it makes sense to turn off comments. And I do think that on one's own Instagram, you are entitled to kind of, I mean, I hate the the word curate, but you're entitled to curate that however you see fit. And if you're like, you know what, I don't want any negative comments on my Instagram. This is a place of positivity. You're entitled to do that. If you think back to, I mean, it must have been the early aughts when Sea of Shoes, a fashion blogger from Mm. Texas, I think. Dallas, I think. Where has she gone? Yeah. I'm going to look her up right now. Well, she's somewhere anyway. And she and her, I think she was a very wealthy fashion individual who had a lot of designer and very, you know, very good high taste, kind of good at curating her clothes, kind of one of the first outfit of the day sort of blogs. And she was, she had a blog, right? She had a blog and now she has a baby oh, named that's Henry. Nice. That's a cute name for a baby. That is a cute name. And I remember she built this community, right? So she built, she became famous by posting her stuff and getting, mm-hmm. you know, engaging with the community. And then at a certain point when she got very famous and starting being sponsored by bigger companies, etc., mm-hmm. and collaborating with brands and was I mean definitely started off wealthy so I mean but it became a very viable business her mom was involved all this kind of stuff didn't her mom own some kind of I want to say like a consignment like a high-end consignment store in Dallas or something so so. she wore a lot of like incredible vintage that her mom had sourced along with she'd be like my new thousand dollar Prada boots when she was like 16 or 17 yeah exactly she was very young and you know that got some people's ire up or gold Mm -hmm. up or whatever but at a certain point when she got very famous she turned off her comments I mean, and I'm sure it was because she was sick of, like, she was 16 or 17 and people mm-hmm. were very, like, Campley, you look hideous, horrendous outfit. Yeah. Like, why would, yeah. who would wear this? Who do you think you are? You can imagine, right? Yeah. This is so ugly. Like, basically, like, you know, people are dying. We're like some of them as well. Do you know what I mean? It was like, you know, people are, like, in poverty and you're here wearing your $1,000 boots. But I do understand also that that is some people's perspective, yeah. right? So, like... There are more important things. And at the same time, then it goes back to then don't come here, then don't look here, right? Or, you know, use your celebrity for good, etc. All that kind of stuff. So anyway, she disabled comments and there was uproar. Now I feel like you can disable comments a la Britney and it kind of goes unnoticed because it's so ubiquitous. You know, there's everybody has a social presence and she was one of the very first to put herself out there in this kind of arena. Anyway, and absolute uproar and I remember and mm-hmm. I remember you and I had a lot of conversations about it like does this make sense how much do you owe your community because th- there was yeah, a lot of yeah. like how dare she you know disable comments because I have followed her since day one I've been her most avid supporter and mm-hmm. now she won't engage with me anymore so there was this kind yeah. of like cut off of engagement because up until that she had definitely engaged with responded to yes you know liked, dealt with yeah, yeah. 
And now there was suddenly like, I'm not on your level. Kind of like, anymore. I'm I'm above this. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm up here and I'm not, I'm not open to comments or commentary or feedback but at l- all anymore. But looking back on it now, I can imagine that for an 18 or 19 year old, no matter mm-hmm. how like sheltered and privileged, etc., it must have been a huge amount to deal with. Now, God, against- it must have been so overwhelming. And even like, I remember as well, she would put up a post, right, where it's like, my mom and I went to this market and here's what I wore. And it would be, and the, the mom was actually a great photographer as well because it was great photographs oh, of her and her outfits. Oh, the mom was a photographer, you're right. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great photographs of her and her great outfits going to like some bougie antique store or some, you know, sale or whatever. And she would tag everything she was wearing and she would tag where she'd gone and blah, blah, blah. So the comments, like, it wasn't like people didn't need to comment to go, where'd you get your boots? Because they were, everything was, all the information was there. So the majority of the comments were, you look amazing, gorgeous, love this look. You know what I mean? Kind of like lovely, but also kind of pointless. Do you know what I mean? That like she wasn't, but like she was engaging with them and she would write back and say thanks and she would heart them, blah, blah, blah. And then there would be the comments that would be like, those boots cost more than my rent. I can't believe this 19 year old's outfit costs more than my car, you know, like whatever. And then to your point, there were the really nasty ones that were just like state of you, like, you know, I'm from Dallas and you have the worst reputation. I know you and you and your mom are awful people kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like some of them were really nasty. So in a way, I'm like, why bother leaving them up? Either they were kind of nice and fawning, but kind of pointless or they were nasty. Yeah, but I think nowadays as well, there's a huge... So one of the things I read recently was about Crocs, right? And how they've become this mega billion dollar brand from... They haven't really changed their approach, right? Their product. Their product is still the Croc, the clog. And now they have Hey Dudes, and that's going to be a billion dollar business within the next year or What's two. What's Hey Dudes? It's just a spin-off like footwear brand under okay. the Crocs umbrella. And they talked about how the bulk of what they do, the bulk of their success comes from the community that they built, not from the product itself. And that if you have a very loyal Crocs follower, they will own between 40 and 100 pairs of Crocs, right? What? I yeah. think it's by the brand it owns too. I mean, I, everyone in my family owns at least one now. But they did, you know, they obviously spent a huge amount of their budget on marketing, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's all about marketing and building the community, etc. But I wonder how you can continue to grow. Like Britney Spears doesn't need to keep growing, right? Mm-hmm. See issues, I would say, you know, not everybody knows who she is. And she's probably like, again, I don't know what her business plan is or her career trajectory goals and ambitions are. But can you build a community? Like, can you build a business without engaging with your customers or with your community? And I mean, obviously, to your point, those toxic comments, like, couldn't you just go in and moderate it? Like, a la The yeah. Guardian, this conversation is being moderated. And then you say that's not respectful in tone, et cetera, will be deleted. And if you go in, like, honestly, I'm here for the comments most of the time with, like, the, you know, New York Mag or The Guardian. I do scroll down and actually read oh, so do I, yeah, the comments yeah. a lot. And then I go, why am I reading these? I'll tell you, the most boring comment section ever is in the Financial Times. You'll be surprised here. But, like, not because... <laughs> It's all financial. It's because it's so dull and they say the most. And I go, who reads this? Like absolute ding dong. I actually think the most boring comments are, this is very specific now, on somewhere like the New York Times or the Guardian when they do anything to do with celebrity or pop culture. Because all the comments are like, who? Who? Why should we care, Guardian? I go to the Guardian for news. <laughs> You're like, well, then why are you commenting on this post that is why, not about news? Why did you read all through it and then down to the comments? Well, I mean, the problem with comments, in my opinion, is that you have to sign up to make them. Otherwise, I'd be commenting <laughs> everywhere, right? That's because, actually probably the good thing about comments. Well, maybe. But We're like, saved. But, but so many people must sign up on so many platforms. I like, can give their information, all this kind of stuff, to be allowed to make the most mundane or inane mm, comments. Because, mm. I mean, I would have commented on Kieran Culkin's, was it Esquire or GQ? I think it was... Whatever was interview GQ, wasn't it? Where he dressed like um, Antonio oh Banderas Actually from Sorrow, like a miniature version of, and in a full-on Louis Vuitton. I was like, "What brand is this?" One of the best comments at the bottom was, 
because it was a link from, was it a link from the New York Times? New York Times, do better. I see all these high-end fashion labels, highly expensive, Louis Vuitton, Gucci, etc. However, it looks to me like Target, Neiman's. I'm like, uh, they're not the same thing. <laughs> That's like, looks to me like Primark, it was Brand Esquire. Thomas. It's actually gas. There's one photo that I'll share on our social media where he looks like he's just looking at it going, what have you got me in? Well, I was actually impressed with the amount of swagger he brought to this photo shoot. And I think we should tell everybody that we love Kieran Cole. Oh my God, I love my short king. <laughs> I love him. Prince Rosemary? Yeah. I, no, Prince, king. No, he's Prince king. Rosemary, no. He's the king of the Culkins. Rosemary Macaulay. He is the king of the Culkins. I agree with that. But my, my second favourite comment was in the article, it says, you know, he really came into his own in the movie Igby Goes Down. And then the comment said, loved him from that movie, Digby Goes Down. Like, oh my God, read the article. <laughs> Igby Goes Down was actually a great movie. But I thought it was interesting in his response to that, where he basically was like, I really wanted to be an actor, but I didn't want to be famous. And he kind of was doing all these projects that he was like, I get to act, but not. And then Igby Goes Down got quite a big, what? what? Excuse me. He said that and then he posed like that. Yeah, but he's over it now. He's like, he realised he's famous now. He's in succession. He's he's accepting of it. Well, he was basically saying he didn't want, still didn't want to be famous. It ruined his life. I mean, I felt so sorry for him when they talked about how he had age 13 when his parents were divorcing and it was all being pursued oh, yeah. by the media, etc. And like they were all in the courtroom reporting on it as like salacious, mm-hmm. you know, gossip. And he wrote a letter to the judge saying, this doesn't seem, please, yeah. you know, have the media removed because this seems so unnecessary. I don't see yeah. the benefit of it and it's really damaging to me and my family. And was like, no, sorry. Like, what the yeah. hell? And now he won't do interviews for Access Hollywood or the New York Post, but he did say that sometimes on red carpets they'll stop him and then he'll go, oh, who are you with? And he'll be like, damn it. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that does happen. Anyway, he's definitely somebody who's not reading his comments. Sorry, now this is a bit of another tangent, but I just looked up Sea of Shoes and she's now selling her art, Beatrice. So we oh. know where your next birthday present is going to come from. Oh, is it nice? Uh, you know what? Yeah, I actually do like it. Yeah, I was going to say. That's totally like... Subjective. Oh, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> but like, I like that. Oh, yeah, it's really cute. Mm. It's very trendy looking. Looks like yeah. something Gucci would put up there. Okay, so really it's less about can you disable comments? I mean, honestly, I think my question is more like how much do you owe your audience? How much access do you owe your audience as a famous person? You know what? Not even as a famous person, right? As an influencer or as a blogger, yeah. I suppose okay. that back is fame though, isn't it? Back no, to you. this isn't back to me. Me, I just me, listened. Me. As mom, as dad says, Martha, Martha, Martha. <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> Dad's never seen the Brady Bunch. It's also not Martha, Rosemary. That's why he, oh, Marcia, he Marcia, every Marcia. single time he goes, Martha, Martha, Martha. I'm like, dad, that's wrong. Fucking idiot. <laughs> oh God. Sorry, I didn't get that at all. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all. 
jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I just listened to an episode of the Papaya podcast with Sarah Nicole Landry, who's at the Birds Papaya on Instagram. And she was interviewing another woman whose real name I don't know, but her handle on Instagram is Fit Fat and all that. And she's kind of a body positive plus size influencer who works a lot in like eating disorder recovery. Anyway, she recently went through a big breakup. She was engaged. Their wedding was something like three weeks away. She'd been talking about the wedding and then they broke up and she went pretty quiet about it for a couple of weeks. And so they talk on the podcast about how angry her audience was. Not all of them, obviously, but like a significant enough amount for her to be affected by it and that they basically were like, you've shared your whole life so far and now you're not going to tell us about your breakup. She said that at one stage, somebody like called up her mom or called up her sister at work or something and was basically like, I was just wondering if, you know, I'm just worried about her. I wanted to see if she's like, yeah, really bizarre. And she was basically talking about how because she shares X, people think they're entitled to Y. Yeah, but it's it's almost like people forget that you are a, like living, thinking, feeling human being. You know, it's more like it's performative. They see you more as like a television personality. Sorry to sound like, yeah. you know, some from the 80s. Oh, yeah. Basically, like they're watching a soap yeah. and they're like, I've missed a whole six episodes. Now yeah. you have to tell me what happened in exactly. the storyline. Like I pay, mm. you know, I, I subscribed to your life. Now you're not giving me the content I'm looking for. I mean, yeah. And I get it. I mean, actually, I read an article about Reese Witherspoon's posting on Instagram about her and the husband you didn't know she even had. Todd, is that his name? Jim Toth. Oh, well, I was close. Toth? Toth? Don't know. Uh, he's a he's an agent in Hollywood, a Hollywood agent, an actor's agent, I believe. And she posted on Instagram, you know, Jim and I will be divorcing. We, we retain a lot of love for each other, blah, blah, blah. Please respect our privacy and our son will be co-parenting, blah, blah, blah. And the conscious uncoupling of Gwyneth Paltrow and Chris Martin. And there was a whole article on like, what's this trend for posting things on Instagram? And I thought it was kind of weird. Like this is your, this is your, not even platform, but this is kind of your way of communicating with people. Your mouthpiece, yeah. Where else would you like, would you put out a press release? It's not just easier to go up on Instagram and say, here we're, you know, this is happening. Yeah. Oh my God, so much easier. And then you get to control it as well. Because like you release a press release and you have to involve your PR company. They have to write it. They have to go back and forth on the draft. Then they have to go, we're going to send it to this person, this person, this person. We're going to give, you know, you have a right to reply. Whereas you put it in your Instagram and you're literally like, here's my statement. Yeah, but also you go to the PR company. At some point it's going to leak because it's going to take you how many days to go back and forth. So then it starts to get out. Then the rumor will be good. But also like, who cares? It's your divorce. It's your, or like whatever it is, divorce slash wedding slash engagement slash affair. It's your life, right? And so you're entitled to give as much or as little as you want and where you want to give it. I think I, I think my question though was more around why were people surprised that she would post about her divorce there? You know, why did that seem 
inappropriate for some people. There's this kind of narrow expectation, clearly, that I wasn't aware of, of like, here's what is acceptable to post or here's what you as a celebrity should be sharing with us. And this seemed to bother people for some reason. And I wasn't clear on like the delineation between what they thought was acceptable and why they, it was almost like, was this too real? Was this too unhappy? Like is Reese Witherspoon only allowed post things in gingham and smiles? You know, it was just kind of weird. Yeah, I suppose because they're seeing your Instagram as kind of a, a marketing thing, a promo thing, but also that's your brand. And I think what happens is they forget that it's actually you as well. It was just kind of bizarre to me. I'm it like, is it weird. Felt, it felt cohesive to me. Like, yeah. here I am. I'm a person. I'm living. Here's what I'm doing today. Here's what I'm selling tomorrow. Here's me with my kids today. Now We're I'm selling divorced. something else. Now I'm going to divorce. Yeah. You know, it didn't seem off to me, but there was a whole article about, you know, this as a trend. And I was like, I don't see this as a trend. I think it's something that's always been happening. And why are people suddenly picking up on it? But anyway, yeah. and, and the idea as well of like that there's an acceptable way for you to behave. And this wasn't part of it because it like diverged from the norm of kind of acceptable female behavior maybe as well. I wasn't sure that there would be such a big uproar and a whole article based on it if it was a man saying, I'm getting a divorce on my Instagram. Would yeah, it, or would I a man share that on his Instagram? Well, I was, just, I was just trying to think what male celebrities am I aware of who share on their Instagram the same way, say, Reese Witherspoon or Drew Barrymore do? You know, in that they share their work, but also their life, but also jokes, but also Nathan their Fillion. brands. Does he? I don't follow. Is he on Instagram? Is he? What? Yes, he is. Nathan Fillion. Of course he is. I love him. Yeah, I love him too. I'm going to follow him right I mean, now. he doesn't post that often. Oh, okay. So he doesn't. <laughs> so but I mean, I don't know that he's had a divorce. I don't know that. I don't think he's been married. So like, I don't think there's a divorce there for us to scroll through and find. But anyway, the, we, we, we're, we're digressing. It's more about like, what do you owe your, what, you know, at what, and at what point are you saying I'm no longer one of you? Like, it's kind of this false access because yeah. it's kind of pretending like, oh, I'm here to chat with you. But when I don't want to, I can roll it back. When I don't want to, I can shut the window between me and the driver. Yeah. Like, like yeah. well, am I the driver or are you the driver? Anyway, irrelevant. But it's like, when I don't want to have the conversation, I can, I can shut the panel. And, and it I doesn't that's people. What, yeah, because I mean, also like. On the one hand, I think you have people seeing you as a storyline, seeing you as a character. But on the other hand, I think a lot of the time it's the parasocial relationship, right? That it's like, I genuinely feel feelings of friendship for this person. And I probably feel as though I communicate with this person. Like there are people on Instagram who I would message back and forth, people who message me back and forth. And I probably talk to them, even if it's a little bit, more than I talk to a lot of my friends. Yeah, but also if you think about somebody like Reese Witherspoon now or Sea Issues, right? There is a massive social divide between them and probably the bulk of their fans, right? You know, in terms of lifestyle. And oh, so, yes. Yeah, so yeah, there's yeah. this access of, you know, you get to kind of be in here and it gets to be very casual and you get to see what I'm doing and you get to kind of live like the other half. And then at a certain point, now you're kind of being reminded that you're living downstairs and you're being, you know, yeah. sent back to the servants' quarters. And I actually think that that's kind of what bothers people a lot. It's like that they they get this feeling of being less than when they're excluded from some of these things that they are brought in, they're made to feel like they're welcome and it's all really authentic. And then suddenly it's like, the curtains are closed, you can't see this part. And I do think that it it, it stokes up a lot of sort of hidden kind of resentment, class resentment. Yeah, I think it's kind of that idea that we're all happy as long as we can't see somebody better beside us. Do you know what I mean? Like the idea of societies are happy if they can't see the inequality. You know, it's also about Reese, for example, her whole demeanor, her behavior is the girl next door, right? So she's oh, yeah. acting like we're all here together. We're all friends. I'm chatting to you. You're chatting to me. Oh, only joking. Now do you mind like going in and doing the washing up? Because I'm sitting out here with my friends on the porch having a glass of champagne. You know, yeah, I think yeah. that's the moment where it's that kind of disconnect where you're sort of jolted back to reality of like, we're not actually friends. 
and we're not yeah. actually the same and that's not actually my lifestyle. And why does she have that and I don't? And why is she yeah. excluding me and why can I not be allowed into this? And I think there's this weird, I think psychologically it probably is a bit of this, I'm going to get you for your comeuppance. Back to Bono. It all comes back to Bono in the end, you know? <laughs> Everything comes full circle back to Bono. Full circle back to Britney. I actually wonder if her fans feel like that about her. Because I think after what's happened over the last year or two and her getting out of the conservatorship, I wonder, I would say a majority of her fans actually just think she needs to be left alone now. Maybe not I, a majority. I, I, I don't a know. I, I would say that the people who went to the great extremes and lengths to have her freed actually feel a huge sense of entitlement to her a huge sense mm. of ownership and I think they yeah, the see people it as, who went to the court and chanted yeah. free Britney and yeah and I think they see it as really positive and it is really positive and it had a very positive outcome for her but I mean for a situation she should never have been in etc so like it's you know it's crap to say that was really good that turned out okay in the end didn't turn mm. out okay at all like an absolute disaster 13 years for her but Aww. thanks to them you know there was a, an end to it we think I mean who knows what's actually going on right but I think that those individuals you know, when she then pulls down the curtain and turns off comments, I would say are more outraged than anybody else. But I could be, of course, could be wrong. And yeah, I, I, yeah. You know, and maybe it's 50-50. There are probably people who are happy, like she needs to be by herself. And But I mean, the level of toxic comments in her, pardon the pun, Instagram was shocking to me. To somebody who's obviously had 13 years of just, I mean. Hell. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how could you come out of that and just suddenly be like, well, now I'm going to just behave like everybody else and understand life, etc. Like, obviously, there's so much to process and go through and who knows what was actually happening, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, poor Britney. Yeah, it all comes back to Bono and poor Britney. Bono says poor Bono, but none of us think it. And then Britney says poor, we say poor Britney and she doesn't say it. So you see, it's different. That's the difference. From Bono to Britney and back again. Maybe that could be your book. That could be your next book. And I have lots of tips for you now that I've read your draft a few times. Your edit, your final edit. I loved it, Rosemary. It was great. It was really entertaining. I chortled several times. Thank you all so much for listening to (laughs) Not Without My Sister. We love you. We appreciate you. We'll be back next week. Thanks for listening. Not Without My Sister is recorded in studio in Fort Wayne, by Don Kirkland, who also wrote our theme tune, and the original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen. <laughs> Daisy just fell off the chair. Did she? Yes. <laughs> she just slid and off the skidded chair. across the floor. Yeah, and then just lay straight down. Oh, don't. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.